Let me know when we're ready to go. Action. They're saying, aren't they, Elon, uh, that he's going to start charging just to have a base X account, as formerly known as Twitter. Did you know a that? base X account. Like a normal standard. Are we actually live? Yeah. Oh, great. So the um, the normal base X account, they get, he's saying you should pay a fee. <laughs> oh, everyone's going to come off it. You're not going to pay. Yeah, but what if you built like a substantial oh, platform? Yeah. Well, you're now paying, aren't you? Keep it going. Well, I've got like, you know, plants bloke and Christian bloke stuff on there. And yeah. some... Um, Parkinson stuff on there, but I'm like, is, I don't think I want to pay for that. I'm on there because it's, it's, I can't say free properly because I'm a tooth. It's, it's free, isn't it? But it's free, free, and uh, I can't wait to get a new tooth, man. So, I would I pay for that? No. I don't think I would. Yeah, you, you've transitioned now, you don't even call it Twitter anymore. X. X. Do you Mate, still call I, it Twitter? I, I still think of it as Twitter. I embrace change. I, I like change. I like new things. So all these, I put in, we used to have a hashtag, gardening Twitter. Yeah. And I immediately went, gardening X. And people went, how dare you use gardening X? <laughs> like, but it's called X. Yeah. Like, go with the flow. Like, what's the big deal? Why do you have to dig your heels in? Yeah. The blokes changed the name. Change your name. It's it's his, he can do it, yeah. This is, isn't it? This is, he owns it. Yeah. He paid for it, so... It's private enterprise, that's what people forget. So if he wants to charge us for it, there'll always be people who pay for a platform, right? Yeah. Well, people play, pay for the for the Blue X, don't they? So. No, I do that. Has he got a Blue X now, is it? Oh, not a Blue X, Blue Tech, blue sorry. Tech. Oh. And he's, yeah, so, he's very clever, because he, he changed it from retweet to repost. Because you can't call it retweet, can you? Because oh, it's yeah. Twitter. Twitter, yeah. You don't call it a tweet anymore, it's a post. Repost. Be- yeah, it's a post. Anyway. And, what, and they're not tweets anymore. What are they? X's? Posts. 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 Just put a post up. See, I think that's a weaker brand, myself. <sighs> Do you? Well, I think, I think Twitter and tweets, that was quite strong, wasn't it? Yeah, and when you pulled it down to refresh, you made that little tweeting noise. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. It was really... It was what like does it a, do now? No, I, I don't know. I don't have been on it. What does it do now? Are you on it now? No, I'm bringing up a... Diabolical social media. Post. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So let's talk social media. Yeah. Uh, John Wales, you're not involved in social media, or you are, or I you am. hate it. I do it. <laughs> you off air. You said you hate social media. You said I'm a grumpy old luddite. <laughs> I am a grumpy old luddite, and I do. I do. I, I think now that we're on air, hate seems like a very strong <laughs> word. So I, I'm going to kind of backtrack. Don't on that soften a it, bit. just because thousands of people are going yeah, to listen yeah, to yeah. it. Don't soften it. Yeah. I strongly dislike all forms of social media. Do I you see any really good in it? I see. It's a powerful tool, isn't it? It is a powerful tool. But I just, I think what happens is, um, I just, I, I can just lose so much time scrolling yeah. through social media. Oh, it's terrible. And I've never gone out of, like, I've never gone into anything that particularly deep or anything like that. I just, oh, I, I do. I just, I just like one thing after another, I, after another, after another. And I get really wound up by all the arguments. I, I send Nathan loads of nonsense. <laughs> to you. It's my guilty pleasure. Yeah. I just find stuff. He, he, sometimes he replies. Sometimes he, he doesn't. Would. But sometimes I'm like, here's five things. I normally reply. Sometimes. Sometimes I look at him and think, oh, I'll reply and I forget. Am I here here to do a therapy now? No. But I send him him stuff that ranges from, like, missile strikes to fails or 
conspiracies. I've got a particular thing I like on TikTok. I get drawn into, like, late night, because I've got really bad insomnia. I uh, I get drawn into, like, this guy who reckons he was a captain in Space Force fighting aliens on Saturn. <laughs> no, and he talks like he's completely convinced, doesn't he, mate? Yeah. And I oh, love yeah, it. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. love it. And then, or there were once giants on the Earth or the big, the unknown mud flood conspiracy and stuff like that. Yeah. Or lunar landing conspiracies or flat so earthers. I love it. But you're I love using it. it to find fun stuff, aren't you? Oh, Not yeah. getting embroiled. But no, but it's terrible now. because I could be sitting up in bed, I'm, I'm watching this stuff. Now, look, I think I spend an hour and a half watching nonsense. Is Karen just sleeping yeah. by your side? Yeah, because with Parkinson's, I do get Parkinson's-related insomnia. It's not because I'm stressed. It's just yeah, very yeah, well yeah. let me sleep. So I just I watch conspiracies about land battles on Venus. Wow. So the people actually talk like Gavin, don't they? And he's so convincing. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. making it up on the spot. Yeah. What's his name again? Oh, I forgot. C- 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 Kramer, isn't it? Kramer, yeah, Captain Kramer. <laughs> and they'll go, what do these aliens look like? And you see he's like looking off into the distance and going, well, they had tentacles and they had like yeah. oxygen masks that looked like <laughs> egg cases. But really detailed. Really like stopping. So he's proper yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. really detailed. Like he really... Wow. <laughs> he knows. Like he knows, yeah. Wow. And it's like this secret battles and wars that are taking place. Yeah. So do you sit there and watch all of these once you send them to you? He sends them to me. I, look, I do look at them. And I, I sent you one the other day you didn't reply to. Oh, no. It was the one where someone had put cling film in the doorway. Oh, I do. Lo- I love those. I do love those. Well, one, their face changed. It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and one, it was sticky, so it took her glasses off her face. It was wow. so funny. I don't know if I sent you... Clink uh, from over the toilet. Let, me just, let me just show you. Let me show you one I sent my wife and kids. This is brilliant. I don't know if I sent you this one. I think I did. Look at this. This is a... Just... And he go look, his old his feet follow him. Watch, this is someone delivering food, leaning on a fence. I'll put watch it on the screen. Yeah, watch it. Oh man! Wipeout, total wipeout. That's the sort of stuff I can sit there watching. I'm chuckling away, and then Karen will wake up. What are you doing? Watching some fails. Watching some fails. Karen, two in the morning. Yeah, social media. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so one of the things about social media is that you are, like, completely open, you know, to anyone saying anything to you. So here's here's the one I was going to rant about today. <laughs> well, not particularly rant about. Inform. Inform. In, in so I put up... I, I use Instagram now purely to raise awareness around young-onset Parkinson's disease. Right. My account's called... Parky Blake 72. So if you want to follow me on there. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. We will put the link on the screen later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What did I say? Parky Bloke 72. Parky Bloke 72. Anyway, so uh, I was putting up there. So what I do, a lot of stuff around symptoms, diagnosis, early days, where to find help, what different things mean. And um, I was talking about a, a when your medication's worn off, some of the symptoms that you get. And this this guy just wrote this. He doesn't follow me. Do you believe in Jesus and his healing powers? Have you accepted him in your life? 
Such disease you're experiencing has been known to be healed by prayer and faith in Jesus. But first, you need to confess your sins and others in the family that you know, as according to Jesus, the root of all sickness is sin. It could be generational sin passed down and the current descendants suffering its consequences. In other words, it could be a curse way back or due to one's ungodly lifestyle, equaling a sinful lifestyle which opens one to sickness. For example, a person with unforgiveness in their heart who keeps storing up anger in their spirit would eventually manifest in their physical body as high blood pressure and other related sicknesses. This has been scientifically proven, proving the Bible is valid. As you have been informed, medication can only go so far but cannot cure or completely eradicate. Medication is only there to manage. I should know, as I was in the healthcare as a profession, with a postgraduate degree certificate. But having studied the Bible continuously, I am 100% certain that only Jesus, our Creator, can cure. Remain blessed with this word, and I pray the Lord opens your heart to receive him wholeheartedly, 100%. Oh, this was to someone he doesn't know. He doesn't know yeah. that I'm a God-fearing man. He doesn't know even Bible. He doesn't know that I'm no. praying. He doesn't know that I've been an evangelist for nearly 30 years of my life and lead a national Christian mission agency. And that's the kind of truck that you get. Yeah, I think sometimes Christians can be the worst, can't they, on, on social media? I don't know if that's right to say, but they, but... No, they're a terrible thing to it's say to someone who's got Parkinson's disease, you know. And so positioned, like, I should know. That even that statement is, I should know, I've been helping, and I continuously study the Bible. Yeah. It's almost like saying, you, you, you know, don't. this is fact. You just, yeah, this is how yeah, it is. yeah. yeah. And you it's clearly, shocking. it's a curse. Your family have done something or you are doing something. And you're, wow. Now, it is true that bitterness and anger can raise your yeah, blood pressure. Yeah, of course it yeah, can. Yeah. But, you know, it's a bit of a stretch to write to someone and say, you, your incurable brain disease is because of this. Now, when I say this to people, they get, Christians get angry with me. I've been shouted at. Um, now I'm obviously quite robust. I'm able to take it. But you think of someone who is not. Yeah. And gets on the receiving end of that kind of nonsense. Yeah, it's brutal. It's terrible, isn't it? Isn't it? Mm. Mm. So I did reply to him. Graciously. I did actually. Yeah. And I I wrote underneath and then I just I just I blocked them actually. But I wrote underneath, speaking as a Christian leader for over twenty five years and evangelist, I think the first thing, bro, is to engage with people about and listen to them. And be aware that projects like this really help someone when in the thick of a scrap. Sometimes we call to journey with people, be gracious and kind. Did you reply to that? No, I didn't block him. Oh, right, so I don't know. That's not good for my friends to see no. that, my family no. and my sister. And, no, no, You know, people who love me who are not followers of Jesus. That's the thing. It's like, it's, it might be damaging for me, but what a damaging witness yeah, to Christ, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm leading a, a charity... Uh, that focuses on young onset Parkinson's. The, the, the board aren't Christians. Mm. They, they read that and think, we're a bunch of psychos. What a nutter. But it also yeah. paints God as a bit of a vindictive God, doesn't it? Yeah. That, that it's like, you know, the curse, the word curse, the word, you know... Generational is, sin. sin yeah, all, all of that stuff. stuff. It just yeah. says that God is not a loving, compassionate father. Well, he's, he's powerless against that stuff. Yeah. Do you know, there's been testimonies, Is a bit of a tangent... But cool. Kim Jong-un, North Korea, yeah. mm. they used the Bible as a story of their history right. and founding. And they punish... I didn't know that. Yeah, they punish through generations. So you've got people in prison now whose 
are just great, descendants great grandparents of... chatted to an American soldier 40 years ago, 50 years ago, six, oh. and they don't know why they're in prison. Wow. No. Generations. It just wiped your whole generation. Is that an actual thing? Is yeah, that yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Or is that a thing. TikTok? No, no, that's a thing. That was an interview on Joe Rogan. No. The Korean girl got Man, out. That is nuts. Yeah, it keeps going. wipes out a whole generation. Set up to seven times, seven years, yeah, seven. So you're not you're not saying there, are you, that King King Jong Un? Kim Jong Un. Jong. He's he, to a degree he's believing what the Bible says. Well, he, he's so using he, the Bible as their the narrative yeah. of their. So that's an interesting thing, isn't it? It's like you know, use the Bible. Yeah. I, I obviously I believe what the Bible says, and I'm going to use it to punish. But, but these are he's poor. Answer for that. But these are poor people, people who can't people. read, don't even yeah, know yeah. the Bible exists, and he's using Just it as generations a, wow. in prison. Yeah. yeah, generational curses and punishment. Just wipes out the whole family line. Yeah, forever. Like you're gone. How does that work? Let's say like I I get put in prison, uh, but I've got a wife and kid. So then they put my son in prison. But how does that family keep growing to keep putting generation in prison? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Maybe they let. I'll them... send you a link. It's fascinating because she was saying that if someone defects, they punish like every every family member. Wow. Every, every family member. Wipe out. Wipe out. Yeah. Just wipe out. And they're, and they're starving to death anyway. Like, without being in prison, being outside, oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah. dying. Yeah. Terribly. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal, the realities of North Korea. Yeah. And it won't just be North Korea, will it? There's yeah. loads of countries out there doing... Well, they, I think North stuff. Korea and Belarus the worst, are amongst the, the, the darkest, most closed communist countries, what we've been told. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I think fascinating about North Korea is when you... You look at a map from space, yeah, and you see South Korea is all lit, and North Korea is just dark because yeah. they've got no power. Yeah, it's all power outages. Yeah, then they do these crazy things like build a ski resort, don't yeah. they? That no one ever uses, yeah. and yeah. like showcases and see like Pyongyang. Eh? See the train he went on to get to Russia. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> bulletproof train. Yeah, oh, phenomenal. And they used trains for, well, to move around. Hours. And they built a wooden staircase. And it's like rattling along at like 30 miles an hour, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But the, yeah, the train stops exactly where the. It pulls up and mm. stops exactly where the. The entrance is. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But down like an ornate wooden staircase with handles, like you see in some of It's all opulence, isn't it? Yeah, but they. they it's just weird that they won't, you won't fly it, it goes by train. Yeah. And then Putin had to travel across yeah. Russia to meet, to meet him, him at this, as far yeah. as the trains would go. Yeah. Some nuclear missile base. Yeah. <laughs> He's into his nuclear toys, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I to love it, yeah. He's, he's, what a crazy regime. Have you seen the photos, like, in Pyongyang, the capital, where mm. you have, like, a policeman standing in the middle of the square and there's no, no cars, cars, yeah. And he's still doing the hand signals. Yeah, yeah, can't they, stop. Yeah, just... Just keep just like for a front. Yeah, just keep going just in the job. Crazy. Yeah. He said the city of the privileged, where they, you know, all all North Koreans are equal, but some are more equal than others, kind of vibe. But then if you get yeah. too close yeah, yeah. to the leadership, you're in danger. Just yeah, because he killed, he executed a load of people with yeah, uh, anti-aircraft guns. Yeah, didn't bad. He? Yeah. What's well, what um, Putin does yeah, as well, isn't it? Yeah. With that guy who just headed up Wagner, can't believe yeah, the evil. just yeah. kill him, get yeah, rid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's control, isn't it? Yeah, control. 
Anyway, I don't know how he got onto North Korea, but well, that was, was my tangent. But that is the heart of man. Mm. Like the, the heart of a man without Christ is dark. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I watched a video actually, maybe last night. Prison initiation, and how they initiate new inmates, and mm. you've got to withstand a beating by I don't know three, four, five different mm. blokes for a certain amount of time to get in, to be in in that bed and allowed in. Brutal. Men without filter are brutal. They are, yeah. Brutal hearts. And we saw it. We, we were talking today. There's a lot of anger, a lot of angriness, anger, yeah, angry so hearts. Yeah, I was walking my dog, Douglas, with Karen. And Douglas is a little... This is the fierce Kappa-poo, isn't he's it? He's a little Kappa-poo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's a tiny little thing. Like, it's like a teddy bear. Anyway, we were walking down the path and uh, he got snarled at. He was off the lead. And the mistake we made was... Like, he, we should we normally put him on the lead. You see another dog on the lead. and He normally just runs past anyway, but we made the mistake of not putting him on the lead. But he was about to just walk past like he normally does. And this, like, bully cross-type thing snarled at Douglas. So Douglas went, nah, nah, back. Like a tiny little thing, and this bloke was carrying a big lump of st- like stick, like a staff, trying to brain the dog. Brain my little cover, but he did nothing, he wasn't even near the thing. And he was really like brutally swearing and shouting. So I just turned around, by now I'm like 30 foot past him when it will happen. And uh, I just turned around and went, right, What are you doing? He's tiny. It's a little caribou, who are you hitting with a stick for? <laughs> And, and it, this bloke, he's screaming and shouting at me using the very worst language. The worst. Calling me every name under the sun. And I'll stank your dog to death, basically. Wow. You know, kind of. So Karen's like, my wife can't tell me, well, that's a bit of a disproportionate reaction. You know, so walking <laughs> really up. calm. So, I, yeah, and I just, I just, his wife was standing there, a partner, and I just went, okay, mate. No, okay. Yeah, it's a bit OTT. It's a tiny little dog, but. And just sort of walked or tried to embarrass him a little bit, really, just by being calm. And I thought a few years ago I might have grabbed his stick, you know. Mm, yeah. That's um, not our way, is it? No. Nope. just sort of calm. No. But I thought, angry. Mm. Like, how angry are you? Instant anger. Mm. And we see that a lot, yeah, don't we, out yeah. there? And People are really yeah. tense. Yeah, yeah, that's are. zero concealment as well. In front of his partner, in front of your partner. Like, that's very public, visible overflow of anger. It's just out of control, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's out of control. Because I was... I've had dogs run at my dog, and I go, yeah, it's all right, it's all right, and yeah. I say, I'll get them. But I was driving yeah. down the road, a 30-mile-an-hour zone, I was going a little bit over 30, mm. and this car comes up behind me, and it really tailgates me, and it could go, dropping back and then coming forward again, wanting me to go aggressive. faster. It was aggressive, mm. yeah. So I was in the car with my wife, and, and once it got clear, the person pulled over to overtake me, and they gave me the one-finger salute. Like, literally, just like... But the, the bizarre thing was, it was an old lady in about 70s nice, or 80s. Nice, yeah. It was like I got one-finger saluted by Miss Marple. <laughs> did it, did it, <laughs> it upset you? Yeah, that's what it did. When we my masculinity. Become, <laughs> when we become the 70 or 80-year-olds, if by God's grace you make it that mm. far, that's what it'll be more like that. It was, because that's our culture now, isn't it? Yeah. Like the 40s and 50s. It's going to be dystopian, isn't it? It's going to be really weird. It's going to be really weird. And what's the younger generation going to be like? Maybe maybe they're going to swing back to be more conservative. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. hope so. What's, it, what's the name of the generation that comes after millennials? Uh, Z, isn't it? 
Gen Gen Z. Yeah, they're meant to be quite cool, aren't they? Kind of like. Are they? Yeah, I think so. Like my my daughter, born in two thousand, she's very. Um, they're very inclusive, kind of very environmentally minded. They're a bit conscious about alcohol. Not many of them smoking scene is a bit dirty. Yeah. You know, they're uh, very ethical. Yeah. I've definitely noticed that. Like, they're, you know, the generation above that were probably a little bit more rowdy. Yeah. But they're definitely... So that's in the 20s, isn't it, you're talking? Mm, early yeah. 20s. And I think it'd be interesting to see what comes underneath that because they're definitely more environmentally minded, yeah. more peaceable... Don't get why well, we get wound up about. Don't get division things. as much, yeah. But highly liberal, yeah. Highly yeah. inclusive yeah, and yeah, say yeah. anything goes. But yeah, progressive, aren't they? Yes. Very progressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I talk to like my girls or uh, Gen Zs about you know sexual ethics or gender, and they just don't understand what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. That's a really interesting conversation. And we were saying earlier, weren't we? In last yeah. last episode about. Uh, Satan deconstructing what yeah. God makes. You said mm. decreating. Yeah. But you talk to them like that, and they're like, "Well, it's just people. I just want to live their lives." Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we how do we get a gospel message clear enough to the next generation like that? Well, I, it's a really good question. I, I think, you know, if I draw a six on the table, you're seeing opposite me, you see a nine, I see a six. Unless you come around here, you're never going to see a six. So mm. I think you have to get people to see the world through a kingdom mindset, and that is meet Jesus, yeah. repent, be born again, yeah. start reading your Bible and praying, let the Holy Spirit do the work. Because it, it used to be convict someone that they needed a saviour, first of all, wasn't it? Mm. Like, it used to be... Yeah, I think... I think now people f- need to feel like they belong, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They before they, before they, they, before they, they start to ask the deeper questions. Um, part of me thinks that, uh, you know, over generations we've 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 expected the world, we've expected to be able to have those conversations where people we can kind of convince people that they need to be convicted of their sin. Mm. I think we need to more and more go where. The world is going, and sometimes that takes you into some very uncomfortable places, doesn't it? And mm. it it means that you hang out in in places that you probably feel like a complete alien. But until you're willing to sit side by side with people and see the world from their perspective, mm. I don't think I think now we haven't earned the right to share the gospel with them in the first place. I think we have to live, we have to meet them where they're at, don't we? And, and put relationship first. Um, do you think? Do you think we need it as well? Like, like one Corinthians, the display of the Spirit's power. Do you reckon we're in a time where we need not not a revival of the Holy Spirit, but do you know what I mean by that? Where there's a move of a tangible, supernatural element to to following Christ. So, you know that. I mean, I've spoken about this a lot before in different settings, but coming from Wales mm. and the whole revival culture mm. and stuff, it's a massive thing for us. But I think it's also held us back because we're, we're waiting for, like, the 1904 revival to happen again, yeah. exactly the same, and we're just thinking, what, God, when are you going to come? Yeah. But actually, I do think that um, there's, there's a number of us now that are becoming much more convinced that what, what Wales needs is, is for the likes of me and 
other people who know Jesus to get revived ourselves and to to experience Jesus for who he really is and to actually spend time with him. It's interesting, isn't it, that um, you've got the... Um, unschooled ordinary men idea mm -hmm. it was all about these men had spent time with yeah, jesus I, and i think i think we've got to do that we've got to be much more intentional about spending time with jesus the old way the old way was you join a church that has a meta narrative like a i don't know vineyard church or new frontiers church or reformed conservative church this is what we believe about mm -hmm. everything Mission and you come to christ yeah. yeah but also the theological big yeah. story like we are, you know, either complementarian or egalitarian. Right. We're creationists. We're this, we're, you know, not inclusive, blah, blah, blah. And you have to subscribe to all of that to really yeah, belong. Yeah. I think, and I'm going to be accused of being a lily-livered liberal, but I think, and I'm not, but I think the way now is you meet Christ and we're like, let's journey together. Mm. Let's journey. Work it out in fear and trembling. What do you believe? Mm. Well, what, and why do you believe that then? Go to your Bible. That you've got to get alongside people and you've got to argue it out and not worry if they think different things to you. The primary thing is you must be born again, mm -hmm. non-negotiable. But everything else, secondary issues, we can coexist together, we can work that out. Yeah. You might have your own line, like, I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to perform that ceremony at work, fine. But I think you've got to allow people to journey mm -hmm. within your community, holding lots of disparate beliefs as long as we can all agree mm. that Jesus died and mm. rose again. I think the secondary issues have to be up for grabs because yeah. you end up not communicating Christ. You put barriers in front of people in a very, very confused world. Mm. It's I, a journey. Get on a journey. Mm. Read your Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up in a, in a very conservative evangelical world and... I, I, was, I think I was taught, whether it was intentionally or unintentionally, that your dogma was what, what made you a follower of Jesus. You got your dogma right, you got what you believed right, mm -hmm. and that made you a better follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I don't actually see that in the Bible. I see, you know, sure. come to me. Um, come to me if, you, if you're weary, if you need rest, come to me, because I'm, I'm waiting for you. And Jesus is always waiting for us, and he's waiting for us no matter what condition we're in so it doesn't matter if um if you're a person who believes um you know in a load of liberal stuff whatever that means or you're very conservative you have to come the same way and you have to come to jesus and be with him don't 100%. you that's, that's the point it's it's relationship well, it's not it's it's not an excel spreadsheet is don't it? you think i think anyway uh that when we die and we go to be with jesus we're going to discover that all of us got loads wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like loads. Yeah. Now we've got loads wrong on all sides. Mm. Like we need a bit more humility out there, don't we? Yeah. I think. There's yeah. a part of me that, that thinks when, you, when actually we do go to be with Jesus uh, or whatever, that you, you believe that happens, that there's actually only one question he's actually really going to ask us mm. is, did you believe what, what, I, what I said? Did you, did, did you believe that I loved you? Did you... Did you believe in me? I think the only thing that I feel, I think God is really massively um, hurt by is our rejection of Jesus himself. Well, I do wonder as well if he'll ask us what we did with what he gave us. Yeah, yeah. And that we've been rewarded according to what we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not rewarded Yeah, I'm probably being a bit dramatic by saying yeah. it's the only question he'll ask, you know. Just well, no, we're evangelists, aren't we? We're dramatic yeah. about everything. You've got to be dramatic. <laughs> you've, got, you've got to have, you know, very clear one-liners... They say they say you were a crowd. I found this 
I found this the other day I like this. In the Bible? Yeah. Psalm 131. Mm. Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I do not get involved with things too great or too wondrous for me. Instead, I've calmed and quieted my soul. Yeah, it's lovely, Love that, isn't it? Beautiful, like a weaned child with its mother. Oh, yeah. yeah. My soul is like mm. a weaned child. I think there's a lot of wrestling and anger and pushing like that, and straining. Do you, do, you think we, do you think, as followers of Jesus, we massively underestimate just resting with him? Oh, mate, yeah, for sure. That, that oh, actually, we, we strive so much, don't we? Yeah, so much value. That is, that is diamond, that. Yeah. In the way it comes across in the CSB. Yeah. Oh, the CSB with the goat skin. Oh, mate, I've lost my goat skin. It's somewhere what? around. So I've got the Feel faux that, leather. Feel that. Goat skin. Yeah, and the more you use oh, it, the more sweet. it kind of becomes a part of your hands. Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh, that's lovely. It does. That's, so, that's so soft, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Much like it's yourself. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to be that way. Yeah. Your Lord, no, that's, well, that's really hard. Heavy, yeah. That's proper hard. You know, that it's not my yeah, normal no, Bible. Oh, dear me. This is my uh, yeah, yeah. standby. I'm just, 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 just going to look this way now. I've asked one thing from the Lord: what I desire this to is what dwell I in the to house, dwell in house of all the days of my life, <laughs> to gaze upon the beauty of the to seek him in His temple. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Psalm 127? Uh, 27. 27. 27 yeah. Yeah. Gazing on the beauty of the Lord. I know, I know, gazing on the beauty of the Lord. It's one of my favourites. How many men go after that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's one I've of, never sat in the Bible in my, off before. In my 1984 <laughs> NIV, that is a highlighted psalm. I've got it in green and red. Come on, mate. Serious. <laughs> Tighten up a notch. Absolutely yeah. serious. 